is funded by listeners like you. Put your red shirt on and a Everybody's joining the Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Troy. Hi, I'm Chelsea. And this is Geek Tank Season 5. Our second episode of Season 5, and we've already gotten rid of Emily. <laughs> we shot her. And the space. But this she landed in Hawaii. Right? Isn't that handy? Oh my god, Troy. So professional. Oh, man. It's, uh, you know what? It showed me that I'm too close to my mic, though, which you always tell me I am. I told you. Yep. Why don't you believe me? Because I don't believe things. That was surprising. So, season five, we actually have not shot Emily out of a cannon. We, no. we buried her <laughs> under this table. She is on her dream birthday trip in Hawaii, living her best life. So, Some perhaps... of the best people have birthdays in September. Mm-hmm. We're not biased or anything, though. Not at all. Nope. 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 So, <laughs> okay. hi, hi, Emily in Hawaii, or aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Mahalo. Mahalo. Okay. All right. So, Valhalla. Valhalla. Today, on so, this version of Surprise, which is kind of our theme of the month, uh, we're going to chat about, well, we're going to eat surprise cake. Because, oh my I God. Brought, I brought surprise chocolate mousse cake. Yes. Because it's been a day. Uh, we're going to chat about cryptids, which is one of my favorite things and one of Emily's favorite things. And, and of course, Emily's not here. Right? I know. <laughs> Oh, she with a giant, beautiful werewolf tattoo on her arm. So she'll probably show you the guys that next week and be like, ah. And she'll have to take a picture for our uh, Instagram because people listening on the podcast, amazingly enough, won't see her picture that or is tattoo. Extremely fair. Extremely fair. Okay, so if you see. I find it kind of funny that we have our expert on these things and then we shipped her off to Hawaii for the show. Yep. Well, we just got to make sure that when anybody <laughs> leaves, we want to have that topic that they're an expert at. So anytime somebody has an expert on a topic, we're shipping them off to Hawaii. This is the new rule for season five. So Kat says Kevin off to, in the distance. Like, we have to chat about cryptids and the definition because the definition according to yourdictionary.com is the funniest thing I've seen your dictionary? all day. No, your dictionary. No, your dictionary. Your mom's dictionary. <laughs> Well, that's so probably says, better than what I got since mine's not funny. Cryptid is a noun. This is any creature that may or may not exist. <laughs> You're a cryptid. <laughs> any sightings of various sightings of various cryptids have been reported, but their reality has not yet been proved. See, but you've been proved. So that I, means have. I think real. I think a big part of I'm being a real boy, uh, except I'm not a boy. I think cryptids are only cryptids as long as you don't have solid proof that they exist. Mm-hmm. I, I swear you said solid food. Well, yeah. There is solid food, and then there's uh-huh. liquid food. And have, they, have they made gas food yet? Can you vape a hamburger? Sweet. Now we have to find out. For the teenagers. I am getting off topic. Vape but burger. anyway, um, what's your what's your definition of cryptids looking like uh, over so there on So what the I got Wikipedia. was from uh, Wiki. 
and it's from a list of cryptids. Uh -huh. So it's saying uh, cryptids are animals presumed by the followers of cryptozoology pseudoscientific subculture, so not scientific, pseudoscientific. Because cryptology is like an actual thing. To exist on the basis of anecdotal or other evidence considered insufficient by mainstream science. Mainstream science. Curse you, mainstream science. With what do you your, know? With all your tests that can prove and disprove things. Logic and actual and logic science. <laughs> and actual science. So basically, zoology would be the um, astronomy, and cryptids would be the astronomy. Is one way to think of you it. You said astronomy twice. I said astronomy. You meant astrology Thank for you, one astronomy. and astronomy I need more, more chocolate and caffeine, which is right in front of me. <laughs> I know. Yes, astronomy <laughs> would be actual zoology. Yes. And, a, and, a, and astrology, astrology would be cryptozoology. Would be, yeah. That's a good way um, to think about it, I think. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it, especially in the... Con I'm, I'm re-watching Good Omens, and in that <laughs> context of just, like, there was, like, the Earth is a Libra... And, and all that fun stuff. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But um, astrology is like sometimes it's right, and then sometimes it's just like big avoid salads, salads today, enough, and you're like big enough to be right. What? All right. That thing's gonna happen to you, guy. Vaguely. I'm psychic. So I wanna you're chat psycho. about some famous cryptids, and some of these actually might exist, and some of them might not. It really just depends. Um, Bigfoot is one of the biggest things ever. We have woods out here. People are always looking for Bigfoot. In that same vein, the Yeti. People Yeti. are looking for giant Yetis. Uh, is he Nepal. here? Not Yeti. Not <laughs> uh, Nessie from Loch Ness. So are, are Yetis and Bigfoots are considered separate things though, right? Uh, yeah, they are, but like I like to lump them in together. Um, like they're, they're, just, they're all Sasquatches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they're Sasquatches. They're all Sasquatches. Sasquatches. Yeah, they get really sassy squatchy. Nessie is super famous in Loch Ness, um, and Loch Yay. Ness, by the way, like, I just did not believe in Nessie for a really long time, and I stuck my hand in Loch Ness, and you can, like, I stuck it down this far, so here's the top of the water, and here's my she hand. She's holding her hand about three inches from the top. Basically, yeah. Um, you can't see anything. It's, it's a pitch black lock, so anything could be in there. And some people believe that it is a plesiosaur or some type of dinosaur, so. So Jimmy Hoffa Sweet. could be in there. Okay. That's where Elvis. I keep them. Elvis. Elvis, could, Elvis is in space. I Elvis bet. went home. Elvis Hoppa is in there, too. The Loch Ness Monster's uh, robot operated by Elvis and Jimmy Hoppa. There is a... Jimmy actually, Elvis. there's a Sherlock Holmes movie from, I think, the 40s or the 50s. I can't remember when. Um, but there is one where it, it is Nessie is a submarine made by the Nazis to spy on Scotland. Okay. That might not be 100% accurate, there we but go. I know... There is a sub, and it is Nessie, and Sherlock Holmes is involved. It is a really cute film. In honor of tonight's so topic, that. for those uh, who aren't watching live on our Facebook feed or on YouTube, I am wearing my Mystery Machine Scooby-Doo shirt tonight. That's fantastic. I think I got everything working. Um, giant, the giant squid, the giant squid, or the kraken. I lumped those two together as well. We have found giant squid, actually, um, in, in off the coast of Japan. And Fishers then probably have pulled up calamari and sushi. Squid. Well, that's um, you know the Japanese in a nutshell. Right. And that's I don't know why thing. you're putting the Japanese in a nutshell, they but fit. that's true. If there's anybody who ever watched Red versus Blue, there's the chupa thingy, chupacabra. Chupacabra. <laughs> Which sounds like something from Taco Bell. It does. It actually does. It sounds quite delicious. I will take one chupa chupacabra thingy. One chupa thingy. 
because I can't say it at all. I like a, two chupacabras, but and one hold the sour cream. Um, I'm not looking it up because I don't, I don't want to take the time. Sure. But I believe it translates into um, like the goat that sucks or sucking the goat. Yeah, because it sucks like blood. Yeah, it's like a vampire thing. Because people were having their, their sheets drained of With blood. three. Three holes, three, three puncture wounds, which yeah. is a weird. That's it's like, like maybe a like, snaggletooth vampire dog. <laughs> vampire dog. Wow. Rat, a vampire rat. Vampire chinchilla. Of rat. Of rat. Um, there's also the Jersey Devil, which is supposedly like just a devil with giant wings and a goat head, and it stomps on people's roofs and freaks people out. Like Strangely enough, team. that also came in from the motor pool. Bang, yes. Sprint. Uh, also, Mothman. Which is a big one. There are films on yeah, Mothman. I, I was going to say, I, totals, I totally saw Godzilla fight Mothman Mo- once. Mothman was a normal man until he was bent by a moth, and now he has the powers of a moth. Right? Great light so, comes... With great, great light comes great... Great responsibility. Reflightability. Reflightability. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, Goatman. Goatman. Goatman supposedly has a bridge. It's supposedly the devil. A lot of these kind of become devils or aliens or things like that. It's very interesting. Um, you got the Thunderbird. And then Thunderbirds. So it's interesting. Like thing, right? So what's very interesting is you were talking about that because you're right. A lot of these become devils, mm-hmm. and I think that has a lot to do with the puritanical belief systems that were, you know, the the, the Judeo-Christian puritanical belief systems. But Thunderbird, of course, is unique because Thunderbird and Chupacabra are both of the Native Americans and the First First Nations cultures. Yeah. And so was our last one. And Thunderbirds are go. Skinwalkers. And Skinwalkers. Skin I don't like Skinwalkers. Just like Wendigos. I don't And Wendigos. No. So, so those are like... Wendigos. I actually saw one of those driving down the road just, the, just a little while ago. Wendigo. Wendigo Bago? Yeah. So this, when you brought up the squid thing, that reminded me, um, I had heard about this when I was doing my research. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think that's Akarokamu. Akarokuma. Huh? I think it means like woman squid. Woman squid. Oh, the Japanese Kamui. Like Kamui. Akuro Kamui. Akuro Kamui. It's a giant, part human, part octopus monster from Ainu. Oh, yeah, I, I, I saw that movie. She took Little Mermaid's voice. Yep. Looks in the Fuka Bay in Hokkaido, Japan. And has been sighted at several other locations, including Taiwan and Korea, for centuries. So She travels. Yep. Those are some super famous ones. These are ones kind of most people know or most people acknowledge when they talk about cryptozoology and, and, and cryptids themselves. Um, but I want to talk about some lesser known ones, and these are Colorado cryptids. And I had to kind of dive into the internet, and some of them are still strange. The Guy Devil, the Troy Devil, and the <laughs> Chelsea Devil. They really exist. So S- Late at night, you can see them to start- wandering aimlessly through conventions. We actually have um, a Loch Lomond here in Colorado. What? A Loch Lomond. Loch one, Loch two, Loch three, Loch Lomond. So there is supposedly a monster called Lomi, and I have no description of this monster, only that it is not Nessie and it's not a crocodile. So no idea what Lomi is. No clue. All I know is it lives in a loch that's far away, and there's a post box near there shoved with mail and trash so this one is a mystery um, so the cryptid like my, cryptid like just, yeah I was going to say the, the, the cryptid is just into spam mail I guess 
I don't, I don't know. Either that or he belongs to Capital One. I don't know. I, there was an article about a guy going out to find it, and all he found was the, the post box, and then he wandered away. And that was it. Like, this article's not very descriptive at all, so I can't. He's fired. I can't. I can't help you. But um, again, there's some random mailman who knows this route and, like, just wanders aimlessly out there to stick mail in this post box. And people are wondering... It sounds like uh, a hazing initiative by the post office, and they just kept going. Right. Hey, you. a new guy. Let's give him the route. Right. Troy, you're, you're new to this route. Uh, so what we're going to do is send you to Route 42. <laughs> Little do you know that Route 42 is out to the middle of this Lachlum, which is not to be confused with Lachbui. Yeah, which so, is a thing. Um, to more common things that we know more about uh, vampires, there was supposedly a Lafayette vampire. Are they considered cryptids? Yes, because they're not proven. And not as far as like they've been described. I guess technically a human would fall under an animal category. Well, in any, in a, in a, you have to remember that there have been different types of vampires. Like Chinese vampires oh, are sure. very different There's from... There's a Middle Eastern Gothic vampire that's vampires. only misformed. Yeah. We, so and we were really in cool versions. We were in Japan. In my, Stories my, are for later. Oh. That, this is Chinese vampires. Is oh. Yep. They, uh, do you know why they have the hopping vampires? You're familiar with the Hopping Vampires, right? I am right? familiar. I'm very familiar. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. idea is that they get that way from rigor mortis. And that they can't move. They can't and so they have to they hop. Have to... That's where that came from. So we watched this adorable show with this, like, 10-year-old adorable hopping vampire. And it was this adorable little girl. And I don't... We, we, we'd only been there for just, like two months or something. I had been there only for like two two months, so I didn't speak any Japanese at all. So I had no idea what they were saying. So all I know is this adorable little girl hopping through the entire movie, chasing after people and everybody running in terror from her. And I'm like, she's adorable. She's like 10. And there's no way she could be scary. And she's hopping. Anyway. Talking about Colorado cryptids, you can't leave out Man Bear Pig. I'm leaving out Man Bear Pig. Okay, we'll leave out Man Bear Pig. It's not a legit thing. That is only in South Park. Okay. Which is in Colorado. This vampire, um, this guy who was known as the Lafayette vampire, was born in Transylvania. He lived in Lafayette for a very long time, and then he died in 1918. And a tree actually sprouted from the chest region of his grave. And so people thought he had been staked and a tree had grown from it. And then there was also a blood red bush that grew near his grave. But that's all I can find out. I don't see anybody, like, reporting being bitten or feeling awful or suddenly contracting some hideous bloodborne disease in that time so the truth is if the tree had grown just a little bit to the left it would be a mistake but there was a story of a lady uh, in 2004 who um, saw a vampire in the middle of the road so she threw her SUV into reverse and drove off a cliff well how do they know how do they I mean because that's fatal they had a sign that said we'll suck blood for well, no. I mean, what did they do? Re- reanimate her corpse to find out what happened? She was alive. Oh, okay. She wasn't drunk. There were no drugs in her system. She was fine. Because I'm like, did they come up to her and then, like, do the, the, the thing with the bellows in her mouth and to play thing to find out whether... They resurrected her. They, I mean, like, they had to resurrect her. 
Did you see any undead? Let's resurrect her to see if she saw undead people on the road. But Haitian zombies are real. If I actually believed there was a vampire in front of me and I'm in an SUV, I'm going to just run it over. You might as well. Go, 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 go. I mean, like, what's what going to do? do? It can't get in. Get mad at me. You can't, you can't, if, as long as I you don't, don't invite it in your car, you're fine. Because what you want to do to prove it is to run it over so that you can see in the mirrors to see if it's actually a vampire. I mean, how are you going to know or otherwise? Do, do a, um, a bootlegger's reverse turn. Right, so a J-turn. Reverse, mm-hmm. and you can look in the mirror. Then you can look in the mirror. There's no other way to check if it's a vampire. So we're having story time at the end of the show? Yes. I'm going to have to write this down to remind you about story do time it. and vampires and mirrors. So there are two more. Um, one is very near and dear to my heart, Tommyknockers. Um, my great-grandfather was a miner in Central City. We still have the foundation. Well, until he grew house. up, and then he had you. He's an adult. My great-grandfather did not have me. <laughs> and your dad? Grandmother. Grandmother. And then my mother. Your mother. On my mom's side. But he couldn't have done that while he was a minor. Otherwise, he would have gotten arrested. Uh, those are different types. Anyways, um, Tommyknockers... There's a lot of different folklore with Tommyknockers. They're super, super cool. Um, there's always book, right? a piece of your lunch pail that you would leave for them. So you would leave them treats. And essentially, Tommyknockers would knock to let you know if things were safe or if you were in danger. Um, they're basically just little people, you know, kind of like dwarves, but not, um, but more jolly, as far as I've heard, more friendly and jolly and sweet. Um, they can be a little mischievous at times. I've also heard stories about them being... Um, Jewish people who crucified Christ, so are we still and so they were forever okay. um, banished to the tin mines to serve out time. So I've heard several different stories, but Tommy Knockers are super cool. I definitely highly recommend you look them up. And then the last one, oh, I saved this one for last because this one is weird. Weird. Are she you says ready? It's weird. Because I had never heard of this until today. Until today. It's called the Slide Rock Bolter. Is that a dance? No. Is that your devil's thumb? <laughs> it is a land whale. Well, oh, I drove one of those once. Hooks in its tail, and it waits at the top of high mountain cliffs, and it waits for tourists. And then it slides down and eats everything in its path and eats tourists whole. So. Um, land shark. It's just like. There, there are some tall tales that say that people have tried to catch it um, by rigging up a scarecrow with dynamite. That can't go wrong. <laughs> can't go There's wrong. No, no, but I want to see this movie now. <laughs> I can't tell you how badly I want to see this it's movie. Like, we have to redo it like Moby Dead. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. a white whale. It's a white land whale. It's, it's so funny. It's like, very offensive when I get called that, too. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> oh, I broke Chelsea. Oh, no. <laughs> So yeah, I highly recommend you look up the Slide Rock Bolter because I never heard of it before. It is so weird. This self-deprecation was so big. There was like, fragments that well, shot out and took out innocent Your self-esteem, bro. But I mean, Ooh. but I mean, you, you you do that, and I mean, I think there were people in Oregon who tried that once with the dynamite. That didn't go over well. That didn't go over well. I get it because like. Rock slides come from anywhere at any time, and there are lots of idiots who hike here. I was in the bathroom once in a rock slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no! White shark! Land whale. So, yeah, like, it's a really strange dude who just, like, 
hangs out and slides down in people and tries to kill them. That's I think it's a Chrysler scary. Cordoba in disguise. <laughs> oh my god. 1977 Chrysler Cordoba. So it's a remake of Christine. Right? I so, um, those are our specific Colorado cryptids. That's all I could find on specific Colorado cryptids. Other than like B Bigfoot appears everywhere apparently. Anywhere there's a dang forest you're going to try Anywhere that Bigfoot. there's a camera that can't focus. Yes. Oh my, have you seen the original footage of Bigfoot? It is so shaky cam. I like, I was going to puke. It was so bad. It's ridiculous. The same uh, cinematographer that did Jason Bourne shot that. Oh, not right. even Jason Bourne, like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey. So, oh my God. Um, a couple other shout outs just because these were people's in personal case favorites. The are because listening. Right? In case I you cryptids are listening, especially in Land Whale. And if you participate in the polls, your answers might be on the show. So, some, some of our listeners' favorite cryptids were the Black Eyed Kids in Texas, which is very interesting. That sounds like a band, too. Um, so well, it's not to be confused with the Black Eyed Pea. That That's really a different thing altogether. It's a restaurant. Um, yeah. So the black-eyed kids are, a, like, they're just children who act super oddly, and they have completely I got one of those. black eyes. Well, if they're black-eyed kids, I mean, they're... That's, that's what happens obvious. to my kid whenever he runs into the wall. Yeah, runs into the runs wall. Runs into the wall. Air quotes. So they're just, they're super weird. How and so? they, they just have weird mannerisms. So, this, for this example... Um, I was going to say. A journalist, Brian Bethel, was preparing to get out of his car to place a utility bill in a drop box, and he heard tapping at his window. Two kids were standing outside of his car, and when he saw them, he had this weird sense of dread and panic, but, like, no, for no reason. Again, I have that same thing with regular kids. The kids wanted to see a movie playing next door, but had forgotten their money. Um, but they didn't want money from him and said they wanted him to give them a ride to their house and they just kept saying you have to let us in you have to let us in you have to let us in um the movie they wanted to see was already an hour in and just as he was about to open the door to them it finally registered that the kids had no pupils and no irises they were their eyes were just because obviously they weren't looking at people's eyes like everybody else in the universe so they're kind of like vampire children they're just they're socially awkward children with Again, black that's eyes. Uh, except for the black eyes. That is interesting. I guess. Um, and then I'd never heard of them, so I've, cool. I've I'm glad that one of our, stories. our pollsters heard that. Poster, if, if you take a poll, does that make you a pollstery? Yes, poster. it does. And you use pollstery tape to put them on the wall. And that's how you put those people tacky on the wall. And then, that's kind of tacky, though. The other one that was mentioned was Wendigos, and I, I don't, I cannot express how not okay I am with these because if you mention them, it's the whole you mention them, they come for you thing. So essentially, they're, they were human at one point, and then they had to resort to cannibalism in one form or another, and then they become this giant beast essentially with big horns and usually a deer head and like i've heard that they're either always salivating or they're i saw that movie too um but they are always questing to eat human flesh and every time they he eat human flesh their, their thirst becomes even more insatiable so it's just a downward spiral the entire like time like cheeseburgers i mean yeah white castles and, especially and white castles i'm totally with cheese. you on Man, White um, Castles. White Castles and cannibalism are really close, hard choices to make. 
you don't want to go there if you can help it. Yeah. Oh, um, this is interesting. So the Wendigo thing, uh, I think it was like episode three or four of season one of Supernatural. They go after a Wendigo. So em- that, em- Emily, Wendigo. Emily says that Emily. Uh, Hawaii has pterodactyls. But not really. But not really. Couple. So I'm just saying that this is where, you know, we mentioned once again that we've buried Emily. Yeah, Emily, by the way, is commenting to us on her Facebook feed. Yeah, she's in the anybody, motor pool. Is anybody in the uh, Discord thing? No, nobody's in the Discord. Uh, if you're, if gonna... you're in Discord, I, we apologize. Yeah. I get notifications, so it's fine. Okay. So, back on track. <laughs> in 1907, there was a Wendigo hunter named Jack Fiddler, who was a Cree shaman, and he claimed to have killed at least 14 of them. One of the slayings led to his arrest for murder. Which makes sense. And then his defense was that the woman he'd murdered was mid-transformation into the creature. Before going to court, though, he committed suicide. And this article said, sadder for the woman, though, she was still dead. Wow. Well done. So, I just wanted to mention those since those came in for our listeners. We're always going to have a pull-up, so if you want to be included in the podcast instead of on the chat, since we are a podcast as well, it is best to participate in the polls. And then maybe at the end we'll do mentions, just to kind of keep the flow of things under control. So, yeah, so don't go try to be a freelance Wendigo hunter. Please don't. Yeah, that doesn't end well. For anyone. No. But Who? Slenderman. Slenderman is considered a cryptid, but he is a crafted cryptid that we know is not real. Because he was crafted on Creepypasta. And there's like a borderline between... Because things like ghosts aren't cryptids. Mm-hmm. They, they fall under a different supernatural they're, category. They're paranormal. Yeah, paranormal. So Emily is saying that she found a big turtle. Tyler says that turtles haven't been proven. Wow, Tyler's actually watching the show. Everyone, my boyfriend, for the first time in two damn years, is watching the podcast. Hey, Emily says I'm hard to hear, so I'm getting closer to the mic. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. I'm easier to hear. So let's, let's go from here into I want to talk about... Personal encounters, because no, no, don't, don't, don't shut up, Tyler. We, we, we like you. In case you're listening and not watching, guys commenting on stuff that's in front of us. That uh, you yes, see and read. Which, right? So. I'm talking in the, uh, yeah. in the motor pool. I'm, I'm <laughs> reporting the to the motor pool. So speaking of Tyler, Tyler loves skinwalkers and wendigos. Tyler had a very cool childhood compared to mine, where he grew up. Um, with a lot of Native American culture and a lot of Scottish culture, and he got to experience a lot of different things. Um, so he used to go to a thing called Rendezvous, which they would dress up essentially and be this, this um, frontier kind of town, you know. Um, and they would stay there for a week, and they would bring in the regular people who would wander through camp on weekends. But the rest of the time, they were kind of sitting together, sharing stories, camping out, basically living life as you would have way back when in the Old West. Um, but because of this, like the Amish, does have a huge fascination with Wendigos and Skinwalkers. He loves these Native American stories. I find these terrifying. And I don't know if it was because he was researching all these things and we were listening to all these stories and he was working on a story and all these different things, but he went off to Italy for a month, um, two summers ago. So he was off in Italy doing a research abroad project, and I started seeing something in the corner of our room. 
and every night it would get bigger. And I would always wake up at like two in the morning and I would see this thing in the corner. And it terrified me. It absolutely terrified me. It was very slender. Um, it had almost barely a shape, like long spindly bony legs and like a triangle shape and skinny arms and a cow's head and this giant crown of Now was this in the same house with all of the dead animals? Yeah. So I wonder why you were seeing things. I had never seen anything before. Ever. Ever in our house. There's no, there's no problems. It's not on Native American burial grounds like some people would suggest. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's a new house. There was one previous owner. Nobody's died. Like, nothing. But Tyler was studying and researching all these things, and I kept seeing this every single night until I actually, like, saw it become physical. And I was not okay with that. So I actually asked Emily, and I was like, what do I do about this? And she was like, burn sage and tell it to get the hell out of your house. I'm like, cool, because I'm terrified now to, like, go into our room. So I burned sage, and there was one afternoon where I was just crying because I was so scared. Because it could have just been in my head. It could have just been me. So I was burning sage and I was literally screaming at the wall to get out of my house. There was a window. Get out now and never, ever, 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 ever come back. Gone. Never seen again. No problems after that. That was the last time that Jim Carrey came into your house. Yep. So I'm on the complete opposite end of complete disbeliever. Really? So you yeah. could tell me it's the most haunted place ever and challenge me to sleep in there, and I will do it without hesitation. We might yeah. need to do a challenge then. I mean, I would like to, I'm a very to be stout uncomfortable. Believer. Well, no, 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 no. I don't no. like bugs necessarily. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Haunted bugs, I would not do this good. This is full of ghosts, okay. And there's cockroaches. No, I'm out. Yeah, I'm yeah. Out. I'm We're done. done. Ghosts, are, ghosts are cool. Cockroaches, no. Um, yeah, I'm, Troy and I are in the same boat oh, on that wow. one. No, that was just last year then. Whoops. Time flies. So, uh, you wanted, uh, when you were going over our battle plan for tonight, you talked about our favorite cryptids, which I'm not much of a cryptozoologist. However, my oldest son, Nick, loves cryptoids. Cryptoids? Cryptoids. I always put oids. Yeah, cryptoids. cryptoids are great. That, that, a, I saw that too. Avoid the cryptoid. <laughs> the, make the, pizzas. Hey. They run the pizzas. Um, but his favorite one I have right here is called the Hide Behind, which I think the people who came up with him could have worked a little harder on the name. Yeah. Because it's kind of just... I'm actually surprised because I've never heard of this before. So, and you're not going to like it because it's very similar to Skinwalker's oh, stuff. Oh, God. Um, so Why? The, the Hide Behind is a mysterious nocturnal creature from American folklore. Mm -hmm. It is said to prey upon humans that wander the woods at night and was credited for the disappearances of early colonial loggers when they failed to return to camp. Early accounts describe hide-behinds as large, powerful animals, despite the fact that no one was able to see them. Um, as the name suggests, the hide-behind is noted for its ability to conceal itself when an observer attempts to look directly at it. The creature hides, again, behind an object or, or the observer, and therefore can't be directly seen. Um, so they like to stalk their prey. And one thing I remember my son telling me is that they can shift their shape to fit what they're hiding behind. So it could be a really thin tree and they could still fit and hide oh, behind it. That's terrifying though. So when you're out you're in the woods. you're going to look behind your yeah. shoulder and never see it. You're not going to see it because you're trying to look directly at it. Yeah. So, so what if you use your peripheral? Like, because we, we train peripheral in sword fighting. So like, if you can you see it out of your Definitely peripheral? Saw Is that, that how you save Doctor yourself? Who Nobody has survived to tell you that. Oh. 
What what was that? It's the like it's the Donna Noble episode where there's a thing on her shoulder. Uh, so it's, it's appeared in different pop cultures, which is I think one of the ways my son had heard about it. Like, I think that's remember. very handy that nobody's ever seen it. This is like the convenient thing about like the and, um, um, the yeah. Yeti that turns invisible. We we're talking about this this morning. There's a there's a very cunning Yeti that turns it fully invisible, so no one's ever seen it. Like that's that's helpful. So I have I have a couple of Swiss bank accounts that are like that. <laughs> They included the hide behind in a 2016 uh, official Harry Potter themed newsletter released on their website. Yeah, I guess they do like fake news stories. Interesting. I should remember because I just saw this a few days ago. I um, honestly don't. I've kind of cut off that part of but my I think, life. But I think that they try to emulate that and they. they That's extremely in that. interesting. Well, here's some scary pictures I'll show you right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, I like, this is the problem, right, with horror. Like, I love to look at things. Like, I love to look at things that would creep us out. You know what I mean? You like oh, the creepy pasta. Oh my god. So it was included god. in a show called Gravity Falls, which is a fantastic cartoon. Oh my god, yes, and it's uh, so for adults. Please do not show that to your children. Because Gravity Falls is actually terrifying at points. It's X Files for kids. It really yeah. Uh, that's would, that's really fair to say. I would say maybe ten and up. If you okay. get a show to someone younger than ten, you might be pushing the nightmare fuel level for them. Yeah. Guy, you were in Japan for a while. Did you see any Japanese cryptids? Because they have quite a few. Yeah, they, Did you see anything that doesn't exist, Guy? Except for the Tanuki that lived right outside of... No, I... Uh, <laughs> so, tanuki there was like... Creature. So, Tanuki are uh, raccoons, effectively. But the, the Japanese sort of believe that they are mythical. Mm-hmm. And so... You know the the tanuki kind of do magical things, and so they've got like restaurants where they have these like seven foot tall tanuki carvings that sit there, and they're like just sitting there, kind of like, and and apparently the tanuki in the mythical legends would pat their bellies, uh-huh. and so like That's you'd how get you things get good luck, right? right. You're supposed to pat so, their bellies? but they would pat their own bellies. Oh, okay. So so, so there would be a lot of pun pun. The, 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 the sound effect around them so I always thought the tanukis were great <laughs> because they were you know it was just a, a thing so but I, I I only saw like I think I saw two tanukis the entire time I almost ran over one I was like what was it doing in the street raccoons basically. raccoons well so the things about a tanuki is that it's not it's a raccoon but they're a different branch of raccoon I mean they're they're not they're somewhere between a raccoon and a dog, because they're larger than a raccoon. And so the wonderful thing about a tanuki is a tanuki is a wonderful thing. Right. Okay. So I mean, they're they're not exactly, um, they're not exactly, the they're not they're I mean, so it's they're they're bigger, and so when I, I I'm like sitting there going. What is that? That looks like a dog. And then it looked at me, and then it got up on its hind legs and had hands. And I was like, okay, that is a little freaky. Something the size of like a German shepherd getting up on its back legs with hands. And you're like, okay, not cool. And I'm like, if I had hit that thing, I had been out in the boonies. I was out in the nowheresville. But yeah, Tanuki aren't. They're chubby. Yeah, they're chubby. And they're not. They're big boned. <laughs> right? But, but yeah, so... Do they actually have, like, massive balls, or is that only the spiritual? Wait, what did you just say? Yes. No. 
No, they Suzuki all. Suzuki have massive balls. Yes. Like that's one of the that's defining like one of the characteristics. Things. That's one of the things. <laughs> and the, they would sit there with the little tanuki carvings with huge testicles. Mm-hmm. And that it's like was a, a thing. It's a prime defining feature. It's a thing. Got. So no, no yeah. kitsune? I never saw there? any kitsune. Um, I, did, I did eat lots of kitsune ramen, <laughs> um, which I liked a lot. Kitsune ramen is where they take, uh, they take the, the little packets of of fried tofu mm-hmm. which usually is in inari which I like a lot mm-hmm. and they put it in there and it, it they fold it over so it looks like the ears of the kitsune and that's what it's really referring to that's adorable so does tofu translate into anything or do what does it translate into English to mean anything kitsune kitsune, no, kitsune. Takuni. Tanuki? Tanuki. tanuki tanuki is just uh, it's the name of the name and yeah. the name of the creature raccoon German, they call raccoons boshbar which means wash bear because they wash little bears. bears that wash themselves. They don't call them trash bandits? They don't. Because we should definitely call in them the trash bandits. In well, and Tanuki like, cause a lot of trouble. The Tanuki do cause trouble. And in all outer reaches of, of Japan, the Tanuki mm-hmm. cause all That's kinds of trouble. That's a whole anime waiting to happen as all the different raccoons of different cultures so, getting Oh, yeah. So Tanuki, instead of being a cryptid, is something that we think shouldn't exist, but does. Like right. Like a platypus. Just like, the, the oh things, my god, the platypus are so the weird. Things, yeah, like the... They have no stomach. But like things like uh, the, the the myths and legends of Japan, we could go into an entire episode of that. And actually, we probably ought to, because there aren't... Because I wouldn't call necessarily those cryptids, mm-hmm. per se, because... Yeah, some of them are demons, and some of them are spirits, Right, and you've some got, of them those are... are those are... I mean, yeah, because I mean, it's kind of like, do you consider Cerebus? Would you consider that a cryptid? Cryptids are fantasy, in my opinion. (laughs) So, I mean. I know. Wounded. I'm wounded, Chelsea. But I mean, you know, would you consider Cerebus a a cryptid? Probably not. It's probably part of myth. I like that as a cryptid, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's. Giant three headed dog. But I mean, it's still. It's it's a myth of. It's but a it myth a, of Greek legend. It wasn't, it wasn't a species, though, was it? It was just one. No, creature. but I mean, so so any kind of like well, there, intelligent actually, tanuki. With Cerberus, there there are folklore stories, but there aren't any like eyewitness accounts. Right. So that's where you. So you the, slide the problem from with tanuki is to... that like they because they have true hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and because they have hands that really do have like opposable thumbs and stuff like that. They have a habit of untying things, getting into things. They're basically you the probably, of India. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the that there. I am sure that there are habits. stories of Tanuki wielding swords from the old samurai days and mm. stuff like That'd that. They're cool. ridiculously smart, except the one that got in front of my car. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like. Stuff like that. And I mean, it's like hands up, like no, don't hit me. And you, hit yeah. Me. And well, like, he did this. I mean, he did, he put his hands up. And, you know, like I said, at first I thought I was going to hit a dog, but I wasn't going very fast, so I stopped, and then I just watched him. And then he put his hands up, and I was like, he's got hands. That's a dog with hands. And then I was like, that's a freaking raccoon. And then I was like, that's a <laughs> that's like a, a raccoon that weighs like twenty kilos. That's a huge raccoon. <laughs> There's, there? there's one big point, 
And this is like the, the, the icing on the cake surprise at the very end. Surprise! Aliens are considered cryptids. I could see that. Like greys? Yeah, like the greys and the greens. Because they um, supposedly have a functioning nervous system and they're organic as opposed to supernatural. And there are, there are many um, ideas about aliens because there was, a, there was this weird case about some gremlins. I think they called them gremlins. I saw um, that movie or too. goblins. Hang on. Let me just try it. Don't that. feed yes, them after The midnight. Hopkinsville Goblin, Goblins in Kentucky. So these guys were That's entertaining some friends. He went out to get some water from the water pump and he saw these huge lights in the sky. And then the house was besieged by small green glowing creatures, about 10 to 15 with spindly legs and clawed hands. And uh, they approached the house multiple times. They were floating. They were refusing to get in the path of multiple bullets, that kind of thing. So there's actually drawings of them, and they look like giant owls. <laughs> and the theory is, is that these guys were so drunk on backwoods hooch that they had no idea they were shooting owls, which is kind of sad when you think about it. You ever notice that all the alien abductions happen in the middle of nowhere in farmlands and places like that? Mm-hmm. Not in the middle of the city. Now, I, I like Douglas Adams' response to that. <laughs> He's like, they were, whatever, what did he call them? He called them, they were, there was a special type of kid who would get their parents' car, steal their parents' car, and then go out to some backwaters, um, backwater uh, planet and buzz people out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and going beep, beep, beep and putting on like funny... <laughs> Funny costumes. <laughs> There's another theory that it's sleep paralysis. So these people are out in the middle of nowhere and they pass out and they have sleep paralysis. And that's why their brain comes up with something weird. To and explain like it. Deprivation. Yeah. Well, real quickly, let's let's take a quick break because it looks like we're about to head to a second segment on this. That's our third segment, guy. Yeah, well, we're looking like we're passing into a different segment. So let's take a quick break to say our show is sponsored by Geekway Homes. If you're a geek and you need a home, go to Geekway Homes at www.geekwayhomes.com. And we also have a Hexacon coming up next year, mm-hmm. which I don't have in front of me, but I believe it was in January. Uh, Martin Luther King weekend. Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Martin. Did I get that wrong? Martin Luther King. Junior. January 17th through the 21st is going to be at the Radisson Hotel of Denver. Is that the right weekend? Wow. MLK Day. Uh, MLK weekend, yeah. And then also by Kieran Games. Yep. Where you can get your spaceship addiction. And it's, did we find out the website? Yes. It's a .org. It's it's KieranGames.org. Oh, no. .net. .net. KieranGames.net. And it's spelled like the beer. Yep, and spell like the beer. K i r i n games.net. And he's he's actually he, last time I talked to him he's like everybody thinks that I just sell spaceships. So well, he does sell spaceships. He also sells a lot of other he gaming he can and get hobby pretty much things. Any board game you want, I believe. Yeah. Um, if he he has a, a large supply of individual loosed uh, like hero clicks and mage knights and and he will at some point in time minis, be getting my minis, my uh, magic, Orville Pokemon minis whenever cards. they come out because yeah. I am so on board with that. Yeah, I'd like Thank a set you, of sir. Those too. If you're watching, I'd like yes. a set of those as well. <laughs> because we definitely would like all the Orville minis. I need the ships, but I'm also going to go for the dudes too because that'll be awesome. You can throw them in your Star Trek role playing game, right? Because that'd just be great. So. 
coming back on a break, I was going to tell you my little story because I think we're in story time now, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, we are definitely at story time. Um, so I was in a role playing game and there were vampires and there were people where the players were making their getaway in a van mm -hmm. and the vampires were on foot chasing them and someone yelled to the driver, did we lose them? He looks in the mirror. It's like, yeah, I don't see them. We lost them. <laughs> they did not lose them. So. Oh, that's awesome. so bad. That's the bestest ever. Speaking of things that are upsetting. So. I use this as a segue. Um, Guy and I were promoting and working on a project that you guys have probably seen all around the internet lately um, called Bureau 13 for Savage Worlds. And unfortunately, that project is dead in the water. It was supposed to release on Kickstarter tomorrow, and it is now no longer happening. It's um, sad. Basically, just the project leads and the, the licensing, the team that held the license were not agreeing on the direction that they wanted to go. Um, and so the project was just canceled altogether, um, which sucks because I was put actually a lot of work into it. pulled into the project because I love folklore and I was going to work on monsters with some people. And I was super excited to create, like, a world based in the magic and the lore and everything like that. And then, you know, you get moved around in projects, so I got moved to a couple different things. But the idea of accidental agents just seeing something at a convention, and all of a sudden they're pulled into this kind of defunct military government agency to try and solve these and cover them up as best they could with a ramshackle van and everything that came in it was... A super fun idea. Yeah. Um, Bureau 13 in its original form still does exist. and it is I have a copy. I won at a, at a convention where they were demoing it. Yeah. And I got best role player. And oh I got a copy God. of the game. So. so if you want to play, you can play the original version. We should. We definitely should. Um, I did... As novelty. Uh, um, I made... Uh, this gal, I sorry that I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, but she animated this script for Walnut Creek um, that I believe David wrote, and um, I did the voice direction and grabbed a bunch of people and did the editing like for me. the voices, and it was super super fun. Actually, it was very I cute. Reinvigorated my love of editing and storytelling, so um, I have some ideas. I'm curious, which of my reads did you take? I say because I'm like reinvigorating your love of editing. I sent you five different versions. <laughs> I did. Um, I did end up like pulling things from different pieces, just like whatever take was best. I I really like to just sit down and kind of go through, and it's it's only when I have the time, when I have like four hours to edit, that I'll sit down and like go through and listen to every single take and be like, this one's the best one, and I'm gonna clean up this one and pop that in. So did that get put up anywhere? Can yeah. someone go listen to that somewhere? They Where? definitely can. Um, it's on my Facebook page, but I can post it to our main page. Yeah, you should I'll, do that. So I'll you should put work that. into it. Yeah. It's, it's so disappointing to lose a project like this, especially so close to launch. Right. Oh, I mean, we literally were... Pretty heartbreaking. We were literally a week away from launch on that one. That's pretty sad. So at, at some point... Um, we were super lucky to meet some really, really freaking cool people. Yeah, we, we, we got to figure out Savage Cast, and that actually was cool because... Savage Cast is Christopher Landauer and Christopher Fox. And they both are they both do a, a Savage Worlds podcast. Mm -hmm. And so there there may be actually like some kind of connection between Geek Tank and, and Savage Cast sure. in the future. We'll have them on at some point yeah. um, just to chat 
and possibly to game because they're both absolutely fantastic gamers. Um, and they're such great people to work with. Everybody on this project was fantastic. Everybody really was amazing and put in a, a ton, a ton of work. There were people who put in way more work than I did because I don't, I can't do crunch. I can't, I'm not here to create a write every little thing, you know. There are people who put in a lot of love into that project. Um, David Boop and Dustin, the project leads, put so, so much love and effort in that project. And I'm Agreed. so grateful to them and I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But I've been told that some of this work is being salvaged and hopefully we will have something different at some point possibly and that's always good to hear. Um, it's always good to strive for something different and this was a really good group of folks. So right. hopefully right. something happens. So we were going to talk briefly about debunking cryptids. Yes, we should do that. About. There's a Scientific American um, article called do my um, do mythic creatures exist? Show me the body. <laughs> so there have been some where they've actually found the body. Um, like that weird. There was that weird creature who showed up. I think on the beach of like, was it New York? Yeah, um, the Montauk monster. Um, but it was proved to be a decomposing raccoon and some other mishmash things sewed together. There you go. But a lot gotta, of gotta love it because of stuff like when humans the get involved. Never it never existed. People fake things. Yeah, so like the drop bears. Drop bears do exist, though. Just saying. Drop bears are koalas, by the way. But I think that um, with the advancement of technology, coming from the from the uh, we got Coelacamp coming in from uh, from the from the. Uh, yeah. From, from the I need context for that. Navy Seal Camp? Yeah, no, I think it's spelled with a C, though. So it's, uh, with technology progressing the way it is, I think it's getting harder and harder Silica. to deny that they, a lot of these things don't exist without being able to hide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, back, you know, like in 1970, when we didn't have helicopters about. that could just fly around with heat vision cameras and night vision and... We couldn't just stick video cameras everywhere so, in the world. That yeah. came in from the that came in from the the motor pool. The uh -huh. issue with the Celo camp is it's real. Yeah, so that's it's not a, a cryptid, fossil. but but for a long time, mm -hmm. people were thinking it was a cryptid. So this is the other side of it, I think, is what he's saying, and I agree with him. This is the other side of it. We thought we had a cryptid. Was this mysterious bony fish? Well, like I said earlier, like we've pulled out giant octopus. <coughs> From, from the sea, which we didn't think were real. Right. And then all of a sudden we had them and they were. So you said it was a C or an S? It's a, no, it's a... Coelacaf. Uh, it's a C-O-E-L-A-C-A-N-T-H. Oh, I was just curious if you could see it quickly. What year did they actually find? What year did they figure out it was alive? Yeah, a real thing. Um, Maybe Discovery right here. So 1938, they found a recently caught specimen. Um, it took until 1952 for the next one to come up. And then another species of it was discovered in 1998 in Indonesia. Yeah, so anything, so there are any two cryptid species. that lives in the bottom of the ocean, and there's the ocean's so big. Many. But well, and we didn't get submarines that could make the Challenger deep until right. the 60s. So now that we've got advanced technology, I think we're going to quickly start to find out which of these things 
have any evidence. And even when we hit the Challenger Deep in the 60s, mm-hmm. it could get to the Challenger Deep, and then it just sat there. And that was all we could do. So there's this uh, story that uh, totally, if you believe in cryptids, you would want to believe it was a cryptid that did it. Yeah. Uh, it was, was, I think it was Germany. They had a... Um, what do they call that? It was like a sea lab, but it was not. It was unmanned. It was like a little automated, not little. It was like the size of a car mm-hmm. device that they stuck in the ocean to pick up signs. They stopped getting signals from it. When they sent scuba divers down, it looked like the cord had been chewed through and it was just gone. But they're pretty sure that set, um, people who stole it to sell it like break down. So. Right. But the idea of a big shark coming up and just don't a megalodon. Oh my God, the megalodon. Did you see the movie? God, it was so good. Jason Statham just yes. you know, punched him and kicked him in instead. No, it was it was a great film. It was a great film. It was super, super fun. And it would be cool to see if, because they're finding huge sharks um, that are deeper in the ocean. Huge great white sharks, like female great white sharks that are like 20 feet in length. Yeah, when you get to areas that we don't normally go, what? that's where I'm expecting us to find stuff. But right. Bigfoot, if he's not hiding in the ocean... Mm-hmm. He could scuba dive. Bigfoot is very elusive. All that hair, that would and suck. Depending hey, on your you know what? And red Just because you're her suit does not mean yeah. that you can't get scuba dive qualified. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's still gonna suck for you. No, it won't suck. It'll blow. That's what that's, that's, what, that's what regulators yeah, do. But all the hair will just suck you down. Like yeah. Sunk like a lead balloon. Godzilla is definitely a cryptid. He's my favorite cryptid. Definitely. I'm just saying, <laughs> of all of them. Though. He's a kaiju. Well, we're kaiju kai- cryptid. Well, kaiju cryptids. Well, we yeah. talked about Math- Mothman earlier. We did. Yeah, and, and Godzilla did. fought Mothman. I, I saw that movie. I think it's Mothra. That's that's, that's what that's how you say it. In, that's Superman's. That's how you say it. Also, like Superman's mom. Too, and the the whole idea of lizard men have been around forever. There's talk about giant wolves and bears that are you know moments that live under the earth. Yeah. A giant oh, I read worm that book. In the sewer in West Virginia, like. These things are just things that, you know, people are like, must be a giant worm. And somebody took that super seriously, and now there's a giant worm in the sewer system of West Virginia. And you're like, I think the big Definitely thing that giant cockroaches wow. in the sewer system. The stories alive is people want them to be real. Right. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's, in a way, more exciting to believe something bizarre like this could exist than dealing with the mundane crap that we have to deal with normally. Yeah. Well, I also think that it's easier to explain that a, some creature came along and chewed a hole in your cable and you know and ate your your sea lab than it is to think that somebody dove down and cut through the wire and then walked away. You know. So, I mean, that's just kind of the thing. What do we have coming up for next surprised episode? Next surprise. surprise. We're down to our last two surprise episodes for we this month. Are. Right? And we'll I've actually un- we'll have to dig up Emily for next for next episode. You know that, right? She's back. Her she back. We'll have to dig back. up her back too. If we're gonna dig up her front, we'll have to dig up her back. Put her back together. Let's take a look. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Patsy is talking about the blob, definitely. Yeah, I, I actually saw that once in my sink. But then I, you know disinfected my sink. Is the blob something people have seen? No, I think they're just commenting. Well, there you go. So what's what's up for so next, next week? Is, we're going to talk about loot boxes and kind of the legislation oh, that's oh, come that's right. Because loot boxes are becoming a massive problem. 
Um, and the question so, is, is it, is it feeding off of the same psychological weakness that people have in gambling? Because mm-hmm. right. can you hook a person into loot boxes the way that gambling hooks people into the, to it? Well, that's well, definitely that's, happening with kids. So That's next week. We're going to chat about Oof. gambling, you know, the gambling clause. We'll also talk about legislation that's in process. Um, and then just kind of give examples of some games that have them. Right. So there we go. Well, that's our... That's our, yeah, join us next week for that. That'll be kind of fascinating. Okay, guys, that's our show for today. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. And thank you guys in, uh, yep, like us, subscribe, and do all the cool things. (laughs) But but do it cryptically. Yes. So it's a cryptic. I'll pop up a poll at some point if you want to participate. You might be part of next show. Um, trying to again, trying to keep the chat a little more out of the podcast since this is a podcast and use it more as an interaction after the show. Um, but still, feel free to comment. Let us know what's going on. Yep. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. I've been Guy. I've been Troy. And I've been Chelsea. And this is Geek Take. You can email us at questions at rmgeektank.com. Join in the conversation on Twitter at rmgeektank. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Tumblr at Rocky Geek Tank. Feel free to join the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you. Geek Tank is a production of Fox Media and is acted under the Creative Commons 3 Pro license. Kevin Weibler is our engineer, and our music was composed by David Corner. Geek Tank is funded by listeners like you. Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash foxplay. I'm Mike Davis, coming to you. You from the Twilight Zone. Good night.